Hey guys, you're listening to Drunk and Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And we just recorded an episode and we're recording another one because... Also, I'm very full right now because I like inhaled my leftover I don't guys. think that you inhaled that. You ate it so slowly. But that was a lot of food. It, it was, was a lot of food. Full. I just uh, I think maybe I'm just used to the way Matt eats food. and Oh yeah, he eats way too fast. Like It's <laughs> concerning. I'm concerned for his digestive system. I always worry he's going to have a stomach ache, but he's fine, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think maybe that's why I thought you were eating slow. I was like, damn, you're still eating? <laughs> I'm very full right now. Uh, I bet. It's over, I'm overwhelmingly full right now. Overwhelming. Um, anyways, I don't know that we're gonna do any binge watch or music update, just because I don't know when this episode's coming out, just comparison to the next. You wanna pick it back up in August and just do... Yeah, it's fine. Also, June's not over, so... Yeah, I know. We're we're recording two episodes early because I'm going out of town and then Lindsay's going out of town. Yeah. And then it's basically like heavy music festival season. Yeah. So we just wanted to get these done early. So it yeah. is June and I don't know when this episode's coming out. Sometime in July. But it also works out because like if we don't do the updates... It kind of fits into the episode. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, well, let's do the important thing and start with the beer. Yeah. I'm very excited for this, by the way. When yeah. you sent me a photo of this, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So um, we're drinking Verlust. Verlust. I'm not quite sure how to say it. It's a Schwartz beer from um, Ghost Town. I love Ghost Town. I had this while in San Francisco, so I picked up some to bring back. Um, and, you know, we love Ghost Town in this house. So and we love dark lagers in this house. That too. So, um, yeah, it's exciting to get. Where'd you pick this up when you were out there? Um, so the flying pig had it and I feel like Matt and I drank like their entire stock ah. of it. So we got it from them Oh, and nice. I picked up like a mixed four pack, which was half this and then two other stuff. Two nice. Other things. Nice. Mm. Lovely. Oh, this is real. This is nice. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. It's so mellow. You get like the toasted malt. You get a coffee. You get that note, but it's so like mellow, easy to drink. Yeah. It's very light bodied. It's 5.4% ABV. Yeah. Um, I do like this. I love Ghost Town. There's no info on the can, so... But I think this is really approachable for a Schwartz beer. Like, typically they're easy to drink. I think people are easily overwhelmed by the dark color Mm -hmm. because you obviously expect it to be a heavier beer. Um, I don't know that this is my favorite Schwartz beer I've ever had because it's there's so many, like, amazing ones out there. But um, it's really well made. Like I said, it's really approachable, really subtle. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good introduction for the style. I would agree. Yeah. It's, um... Like, I mean, I'm gonna drink this light, whole thing. Almost. Um, like, it's it's got, like, every piece of what a Schwartz beer is, but it's not, like, overwhelming. I, could, I mean, I could drink, like, six of these and have That's a, why I'm like, saying, like... A great time. <laughs> me and Matt drank a bunch of these. Yeah. It was, it's so easy to drink. Yeah. Um, so do you have three words? I'm gonna do malty, roasty, and light. Okay, I'm going to do coffee, malty, and yeah, I'll do light, because it's, it's a very light it's body. It's very light. 
That's really nice. Cool. So, with that, I guess let's get into the episode. Yeah, um, we kind of came up with, you know, we wanted to talk about this just because I think we're both... We've been talking about this, just the two of us, for a while. And, like, even just in conversation with our friends, we've been talking a lot about this. We kind of wanted to talk about just pop culture fatigue. Yeah. Content nausea. Yeah. Um, As Parquet Court says. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think it's a very real thing that I feel like has happened this year. I can't remember a time where, like, pop culture or, like, content consumption has felt so tiring. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's been, we've talked about, you know, various things have kind of, yeah, sorry, I scratched my leg. We've talked about various things that we thought we would get fatigue from. So, like, when we did the Marvel episode, we talked about, like, fear that there's going to be so much content, so much Marvel pop culture to consume that we wouldn't get fatigue from it. And guess what? We were right. Yeah. (laughs) And that's been going, that fatigue's been going on Oh, that's quite not some new. Time. That's not new but this year. what I think is new is just kind of it broadening to everything. Yeah. yeah. It's even spilled over into, like, listening to music. And, like, in, I think you're seeing a, this is, like, it's different. Uh, what am I trying to say? It's different when you're, like, feeling it internally. But I think we're, for the first time, we're, like, really recognizing it within other people. Yeah. Even within our own community. Like, yeah. you've, you've been reading about it for a while. On, right. You know, that Gen Z is not consuming content the way that people our age do. Yeah. But I think for the first time, like, we're genuinely seeing it in our own peer group of being right. like, I just don't want to watch anything anymore. Right. Or I don't want to go on social media. Like, yeah. it's all just becoming very exhausting to, like, yeah. keep up with. There's just yeah. too much going on. Um, and I think maybe the music thing is a good place to start because, you know, we normally would do a music corner right now. Yeah. Um, not that I've not been listening to new music, but I just feel like it's overwhelming with the amount that's coming out. Um, I feel like, you know, like you've been doing this, what, for four years now? 2018 is when so I started. So it's your fifth year. Yeah. And I feel like in, up until this year, you've been very excited to do yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like this is the first year where it almost comes, like, feels like a chore. Like, yeah. when we talk about it, it kind of sounds like you're like, oh, God, I have these albums to listen to. Obviously, there are some albums that you're really excited oh, about. yeah. But you've always been so excited to, like, find new artists that you hadn't heard before from this endeavor yeah. that you you would yeah. you go on. Um, and, yeah, this time you're like, fuck, there's so many to listen to. And, like, you prioritize the ones that you, like, know. Yeah. But it's, it's hard because there's so much. And I think that's... I'm... The real 400 albums in, and I'm 80 albums behind right now. Which I think the most you've been behind, not including this year, was like maybe 10 at a time. Yeah, I, yeah, the most I've been like two, three weeks behind in album releases, which can be anywhere from like five to 40, but like I'm weeks and weeks and weeks behind. Yeah. I think part of it is like, my job change I'm obviously in an environment where like it's a more social environment and I'm you know we play music in our little yeah. pod at work through this the, we have a speaker system and you know we do that and I have more meetings and stuff and now I'm in you know in the office every day 
Um, so I'm just not listening to music like the way I was at home. Where now it's like, or even ugh. like when you were at work before like the pandemic, because you know we would a lot yeah. of the times I think on the commute we'd listen to music, yeah. and then when you're doing work you put your earplug earphones yeah. in, and it wasn't considered like antisocial to do that. What I found recently, and like you talk about your social environment at work. I found that, like, in order for me to work, because it's so social, I have to put my headphones in. And people seem to, like, think that's kind of standoffish. Where, like, for me to get work done, I need to, like, not listen to anyone around me. And people will come up and they'll be like, are you in a meeting? And I'll be like, no, I'm just listening to music. And they'll be like, oh, what? Like, and it's like, well, this is the way I focus. This is how I handle my ADHD, my unmedicated ADHD. But it it is, like, it's weird, because, like... And I do think some of this stems from having been home for yeah. two and a half, three yeah. years, um, where people are finally coming back to the office and they're like, oh, well, you're just going to sit here and listen to music. Why are you even come in? Well, I have no choice. We're I requ- also have no We're choice. required to be there. So. Right. And I also have no choice. But I think some of the fatigue is, you know, the energy level it takes to be social in an environment like that. And then some of it's like there's so much coming out, too. Yeah. it Because there was like such a delay, I think on people working on things because people were stuck at home. Like they had all their creative juices piled up and Mm -hmm. like they finally are putting out music that they had been working on when they were stuck at home. And now it's just like an endless, endless flow of music. Yeah. Like people need to make money. So they need to go on, make music that they can sell and then go go on on tour tour, to make money. Like that's how things work. So I think it's just been a lot. To just, like, get through. And, like, you have to account for the fact that, you know, the music industry is backed up, too. So people oh, are yeah. holding on to their music until they could press or until yeah. they could get studio time. And so, yeah, like, there has been a big backup and now it feels like it's starting to catch up. Yeah. And that's why there's so much. Because you're not wrong. Like, I mean, we talked about... We had... Uh, what was it? <sighs> Unknown, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, the M83 album, and something else came, all came out on the same day. And it was like, that's just kind of one example of how much music is dropping. I think 100 Gags came out that day and just how much music is dropping. Yeah. At once. Like, three large artists. Well, I mean, that Gex album was supposed to come out last year, too. Right. Um, So, it's partially, I think, now they can release it. And I'm also thinking that studios are pushing or have pushed some of their like album releases to mm-hmm. be more in time with when they could more feasibly go on tour. Yeah, totally. When it was like safer or like the country was more open. Yeah. Cuz if you think about it, like last summer things were pretty much open, but if you think about last winter, like nothing mm-hmm. was that the things were like shut back down last winter. Yeah, and I think it's it's interesting too cuz when you even look at like the amount of shows that happened last year, like there weren't nearly as many. I went to more shows last year than I ever have in a single year in my entire life. Oh, I feel like I, I mean, I, I went to a lot of shows, but I feel like this year. I've already went to like a bajillion shows. I'm going to so many shows. Right. So this year you might even top that. I don't think I will. Think about how many shows there are conflicting at this point. Like, yeah. How many times have you like seen a tour and been like, oh fuck, I already have a show that day. Yeah. There's been a lot of that. There's at least like three that I can think of. Yeah, there's been a lot of that this year, I think more so than last year, where it it kind of feels like pre-pandemic again with the availability of, like, bands going on tour and stuff. Right. 
Yeah, because even last year, some artists, like, I think I had Of Montreal tickets last year, and he canceled his tour because he was like, I'm just not comfortable touring yet. Sure. Everyone was like, okay, that's fine. And he's touring this year, so. Right. And then there's this pressure to get back to normal. Mm Mm-hmm. And you feel it with, mm-hmm. like, going to the office with all these tours that are going on, with all these albums that are coming out. It kind of feels like the last three years, like, didn't happen, to be frank. Yeah. And sure, getting back to normal is nice, but also, like, it's hard. And I think that's part of where some of the fatigue is coming from, is because it hasn't been normal for three years, and then all of a sudden, like, people are just expecting it to, like, ramp immediately. Like, zero to 100, normal. Yeah. And, like, there's not that period of, like, you getting used to the normal again, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think with, like, live shows, it's different. Um, But with, you know, watching now, we don't have as much time to, like, watch TV or anything anymore. Like, I think that's a big thing, I mean, that is a big one. Like, when I do the binge watch update, like, realistically, I'm not really binging I'm not really watching TV these days yeah and I find myself like when I do want to watch TV I just want to watch like comfort shows like I just want to keep watching the same things over again it's hard to like get into new shows there's so much so many things I would like to watch that have come out that I just haven't like I never finished I still haven't finished the session and I don't really want to I'm just like fatigued on that I started watching The Bear I mean that's the show I will finish because I do like it a lot yeah, I've never watched that one. Um, I mean, there's shows on Apple TV. There's one with Seth Rogen I want to watch, but I just like, don't have the energy. And I think that's part of it is, like, there's so many TV shows. So many shows are ending, too. So, like, yeah. that's a big thing. Like, Ted Lasso ended. Succession ended. Never Have I Ever ended. How many other shows ended yeah. this year? And there's so many things replacing it. And I think that comes into, like, I just don't want to try anything new. You know, like, I'm just tired. I don't want to try anything new. And we're seeing, like, shows fail. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing shows fail for a lot of various reasons. Um, I actually found, so, statistically, um, about, and this this is partially due to, you know, the overwhelming amount of content that's just not good. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of people, amount of households that are subscribing to at least one streaming service has dropped by 6% in the last year. It's down to about 82%. Yeah, I think that's interesting because if you think about it, like a lot of the streaming platforms don't have good content. No, like Netflix has, they're like leaning heavily into the reality TV. Which is... Not something I have any interest no, in watching. No, yeah. And, like, I honestly don't go to Netflix when I want to watch something. No, I don't either. I go to, like, HBO at this point or, like, Hulu. So, also, so just not even... That's just for people that have one streaming yeah. service. The percentage that have two or more has dropped to 61%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Within the last year. Wow. And I think that's a combination of A... Because people are just, like, not watching these services anymore. Yeah. They've raised the price, so people are no longer willing to pay the prices for the kind of content they're getting, which is why they continue to, they're continuing to fail. Yeah. I mean, like, Netflix is what, like, $15 a month base price? I don't know how much it is. Something like that. And Hulu was $15 for, like, no commercial. I know that because I pay for it. But, like, yeah, there's such, there's... 
the the content that people are starting to watch or that they're starting to put out is really reality TV based and it feels like 2005 all over again. Yeah. And it's weird that there's so much reality TV and I like like you said I don't care about that. I don't care about watching that. And it's not original. That's I think that's one of the reasons like fuck what was it? HBO, I think combined with like Discovery, Discovery and Discovery is moving like straight to is, oh no, that's why HBO canceled a bunch of shows. Yeah. Because they wanted to do more reality based TV because yeah. it's cheaper to do. Correct. Um, and I think that's why we're seeing like Netflix put out so much reality TV. Because it's not scripted. Right. And it's obvious. But that's where the content nodger comes in too. Like, how many reality, sh- like, I can't even count how many reality TV shows. Um,. Netflix has at this point. Like, how many dating shows do they have? I don't know. I don't watch any of them. I don't either, so. but there's, like, fucking at least 20. I couldn't tell you. I don't watch any of them. I don't watch... That, that is one genre of TV I cannot get into. It's, like, the dating show. Like, I no, can't I agree. do it. I just don't care, but it, there's a lot of them. Because, you know, there's an entire... What is it? There's Carousel? Yeah. Of just dating shows that are all theirs. And yeah. It's so much. Yeah. And then, like, movies. I haven't been to a movie theater since... Well, I saw John Wick 4, but... That was the first movie I'd seen in, like, a year. The last movie I saw in theaters... I was supposed to go see the new Wes Anderson, but I had something come up, so I didn't end up making it. Um... I saw... Well, of new movies anyways. Right. Um, I saw Doctor Strange last year, and I think that was it. Yeah, I don't think... I, I, I mean, we talked about this. The last Marvel movie I saw in theaters, and I think the last Marvel movie period that I saw was No Way Home. Yeah. Which was 2020... December 21. December of 21. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the last one I can remember seeing. That was such a good movie, too. Right, but that's the last Marvel movie I saw. That's yeah. the last Marvel... Maybe not the last thing I consumed, because I think I watched She-Hulk. Oh, that show was bad. Yeah, I watched it on a plane. For Charlie Cox. Oh, yeah, that's the only reason I watched that show, and every episode I was like... Is he in this one? Yeah, I was like... Yeah. I was like looking to see if he was in it, and yeah. if I was going to need to watch it or not. Yeah. Um, um, it just... It's a lot. Actually, thinking of the Marvel thing specifically, I also saw that um, Secret Invasion came out this week, and um, less than a million households turned in to it, which uh, is this, it's the second worst MCU viewer premiere to date. What was the worst? Miss Marvel. Which I didn't even know that came out. So. I didn't either. Steve watched. I only found out it came out because Steve was watching it. And I was Got like... It. What are you watching? He goes, oh, it's that Marvel show, Miss Marvel. And I was like, that came out already? Like, I have no idea. But I think that Marvel is the, like, epitome of the example of pop culture. Yeah. So, like, when we think about it, and they've also pushed back, pushed out the release of yeah, a lot well, of that's, movies Yeah, that's that new within the last probably month or so. They've right. delayed a lot of releases. Right. So they were doing, like, what, four, a year, four movies a year and then, like, four series a year. And... Uh, sometimes the series are an hour-long episode, sometimes they're 30-minute-long episodes, but think about that. So, like, an eight-episode series can be between four and eight hours long. Yeah. So it's four and eight hours you have to consume times four, so, like, 16 to 32 hours right there times, like, eight hours, eight to ten hours of movies. So, like, 
what is that, 60 maybe hours of movies at the max? And again, I think the challenge with Marvel specifically is like because they've isolated you where like if you don't watch everything, you shouldn't watch anything because Agreed. they've basically made it impossible to follow. Right, and if you fall behind, it's just not worth it. It's that's not worth kind of catching what happened to me. What, oh, it's absolutely what happened to me. Um, now I just pick and choose whatever I want. Right, and that's sort of And what I just don't and, care. Oh, I watched... I did watch the Doctor Strange movie. I don't think I saw that in theaters. We saw it in theaters, because I, like... Now that I think about it, I yeah. did watch that movie. But there's so much I missed between yeah. that and, like, whatever shows came out. And it's just... I think that's the epitome of what's happening it's it's too much and they're seeing viewers drop and decline. oh yeah their ratings are declining and you know like marvel used to like rule movies movies it was like the biggest thing like every marvel premiere completely sold out and it was like a huge epic event to go see it right and you were like rushing to the theater to see it opening before weekend. spoilers yeah and then now people are just like whatever spoil it for me i don't care yeah it doesn't just honestly doesn't matter spoil anymore. it for me yeah and I think that's interesting that it's it's flipped so much. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I've been feeling about shows in general. Like, I'll get to it when I get to it. I don't yeah. really care if there's a spoiler. Yeah, I agree. And I might never get to it, and I'll just read the Wikipedia page about it. I'm not even going to do that. People can just continue to talk about it, and I'll be like, yeah, okay. Like, I never watched The Last of Us. Really? I still haven't seen it. Oh, that one's good. I'll get around to it eventually, that one's maybe. Good. Um, no, I get it. I don't think I've, we've never finished The Mandalorian. I think we did. I think it was kind of like I was half paying attention because so I just didn't care anymore. Yeah, we never finished The Mandalorian. We still have like four episodes or five episodes to go. Yeah, I think we finished that. We actually just finished. But like, that's, uh, I think that's just crazy to think about. Like, when we first watched The Mandalorian, like when it first came oh, out. Oh, yeah, you were watching it week opening to week. day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as soon as it came out, and like now it's like, I'll get to it, I guess, maybe. I just forgot that I never finished it. Yeah, we actually just finished Ted Lasso last weekend. Yeah. And like, that finished couple, I mean, that's still recently done, but. Um, well, yeah, a couple weeks ago, so not like, not like it's But it was done. like, um, I will say Steve is really good about Walking. keeping up with TV shows. I am just not. It, I don't know what it is. He's really good about like, oh, we should watch this show. Oh, we should watch this show. Oh, well, we should watch this. It's, it's like... It's kind of hard, though, because this is, I think, where it becomes really difficult to consume this, all this pop culture. When you were stuck at home and you couldn't, there wasn't much to do, it was really easy to sit on the couch and watch movies mm -hmm. or watch TV or listen to music. Like, when, in those three years. Because 50% of the time, there's nothing going on. Like, you could go to a yeah. bar, maybe. Yeah. Um, but during the week, you were at home. And I feel like now that things are open, and people are a little bit more, like, are less conservative. Mm-hmm. And really, COVID's kind of like, I mean, I'm going to probably get shit for saying this, but, like, kind of a thing of the past. Like, it's become really just the flu at it's this a, point. It's become more... We've been able to mitigate it, I guess. Is yeah. Enough if you, if you're a healthy adult. You can kind of mitigate your risk at this point. Right. Yeah. And getting sick as a healthy and vaccinated adult is a cold, maybe. Yeah. Um, at this point, so like people are less conservative. I feel like I want to maximize my time hanging out with people, doing yeah. things. Yeah. Experiencing things than sitting on the couch consuming pop culture. Yeah. 
I would agree. And I think that's where the fatigue comes in because, like, you're seeing people that you haven't seen, you're hanging out, and it's tiring. I mean, as someone that was an extreme extrovert, like, the three years of sitting at home, being by yourself for, I mean, granted, I was in California, so it kind of, like, changes that a little bit about you. Where, like, I don't necessarily find it exhausting to be around people, but I definitely get tired now. So, like, doing things every night, I'm like, I just need a break. Whereas, like, we used to, maybe it's because I'm 30 now, too, but we used to do things, like, every night for weeks straight. No, I mean, I still pretty much do that. Well, yeah. That part hasn't changed. I'm just, now I'm just, like, literally, like, I have to, like, plan time to, like, watch this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that's you're what busier it is. than you've ever been. Because, like, yeah. for us to record, we have to plan it, like, weeks in advance now. Yeah. I'm a busy lady. It is what it is. But I think that's where some of the fatigue comes in because it's so much planning to get done. Like, you know, you want to watch an episode of something, but then you have plans to go do things. Yeah. And by the time you finally get around to it, you're like, eh, well, I'd rather do something else. Yeah. Pretty much. I think that's, it's definitely changing the way we consume, like, pop culture. Yeah. And I, it's, it'll be interesting to see, like, kind of how the formats that people release in, like, what actually gets released, like, if they're going to start, like, being more selective, like, studios are going to start spending less money, being more selective of what they put out, knowing that, like, the consumption is down. I mean, that's even crazy to think about, too. Like, the studios are already, like, we're still in the middle of the writer's strike. Right. So, like, they're demanding more, and we're consuming less, so it's like, what's the studio going to do? Well, yeah, I mean, just stop putting out shit, I guess. Hopefully. I don't know. I think there's too many streaming services. So that's why they're, with them all, creating custom content and, like, original content. It's just, like... Not every not everything needs to be a blockbuster, but you don't need to keep making like bottom of the barrel cheap cheap trash. I agree, and like we kind of, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, where we discussed like by I think it was when like Peacock came out or no it was Disney Plus came out. We were like, if Disney Plus comes out as a separate service, well now that they pulled everything, yeah. From uh, Netflix, everyone's going to have their own streaming service. And what we're going to see is that nobody's going to be streaming anymore. Yeah. Like, we're going to go we're back s- to cable. We're seeing that. We're going to yeah. go back to cable. And I know a lot of friends that it's not cable, but it's like the live TV versions. Like yeah. Hulu Live and yeah. Sling TV. Like I know a lot of people that have that now because it's just cheaper than having 10 streaming services. Another thing that's interesting too right now, um, like movies are obviously like not performing well. Yeah, and that's because people aren't going to the theater because theaters have raised their prices because they couldn't get people in the theater in the door for so During long. COVID, yeah, and now they've raised their prices and they priced out a lot of the average consumers. Yeah, so there's a combination of that, especially on the movie front. But then, like beyond this Wes Anderson Asteroid City, like I really haven't had any interest in anything that's come out. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting point to make is like I do feel like I'm very selective about when I go to the theater and that It's cuz it's so expensive. It's it was, unless it's the music box cuz the music well, box is like 12 it was bucks for a movie. Expensive before too and yes, it's expensive now. I agree with you. But I feel like it's such a 
time commitment to go yeah. to the theater too. Yeah. And people are realizing that. Like, if you're going to a movie theater, you're there for like three and a half hours. Yeah. And that's a long time. I actually was reading, I think this is a combination of multiple things, but The Flash has been considered like a huge box office disaster. Um, between opening weekend, where it only made $55 million. That's more than I thought they would make. I mean, that's not even like a drop in the no, I get budget it. for that. Um, it it dropped seventy two percent from weekend one to t- weekend two. So the, it's like t- what twenty fifteen maybe. I think that one's a, a, a multiple issues. Sure. Obviously, they should never have released that. And that's I think coming back to the like just stop releasing shit like. Not they, even that it's bad. I that mean, the Ezra the, Miller thing, agree, is why they shouldn't have done that. I agree, but it's also one bad. Yeah, and like, just because something was done, doesn't mean you need to release it. Maybe you shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah, but the other thing that's wild too is like HBO just cut all this programming that they had already finished recording mm-hmm. and like finished putting together, and like they just cut it because it was cheaper than. Was it? They already paid everyone for it. I don't know. It was cheaper with the rebrand, maybe. But things like that. So, like, they had no issue just slashing things that were already finished. Right. And then, of course, James Gunn was like, well, the movie's already done. We should at least release it. And now they, the, he's kind of become, like, a fucking laughing stock. He's under fire for having yeah. released it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's an interesting thing. Like, maybe there's going to be some, like... What's the word? Um, responsibility coming going forward, like that. People that are releasing shit, like they're gonna have to hold themselves accountable. They're gonna be held accountable for like yeah. it being shit. Yeah. Um. I. You will find this this part funny though. So the only superhero movie to perform worse at the box office is Morbius. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. <laughs> Um, I'm not surprised. No. Actually, I am a little surprised that it performed better than Morbius. Yeah, I, I think it, the consumption is just hard. Like, I'm very into reading, as we both know. I read a lot of fan fiction, and I haven't even been doing that. Like, I don't know. I just haven't been into, like, anything. I think that's hard, too, because a lot of the time you're reading fan fiction based on whatever you're consuming, and if you're not consuming pop culture in the same way, then, like... Yeah, and some of it has to do with that there's not a lot of John Wick fan fiction out there. (laughs) There's not a lot of decent John Wick fan fiction out there, which is why I'm currently consuming. (laughs) Because that is the last thing I consumed. Yeah. Pop culture-wise. And I'm not going to read it about the bear. That's weird. Yeah, that... Uh, I feel like that would be weird. I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. People are really into Carmi. Which one's that? Jeremy Allen White, the guy from Shameless. Okay. I never watched that show either, but I uh, know who that is. The guy with the crazy hair I know, and I really know, pretty blue eyes. Yeah, I know which one that is. Um, yeah, what else? What other things are there to consume? Like, I guess live shows. We're going to, we are going to a lot of live shows. So There's still, like, we're not fatigued on that. But uh, my bank account is, though. I can't remember what it was, but Matt was talking about how, like, people are paying for experiences right now more than, like, co- like, pop, like pop culture. Yeah. They're, they're, they're consuming experiences. People are going places. They're doing things. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, like, up. And I can't remember what, it, like, the numbers are because I don't have my phone. But 
Where's your phone? It's right there. I don't want to look it up. It was an excuse. <laughs> um, I think it's just, it's an interesting, like, tidbit that it's not just us. Yeah. Um, as, like, a pop culture, and as a pop culture podcast, it's kind of hard. Right? Because, like, it's, it's becoming hard to come up with episodes. It's becoming, like, like, what do we, what do we talk about if we're not, yeah. if we're fatigued by pop culture and as a pop culture podcast... What are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like our, our our nighttime job, that's not a real job, is literally consuming pop culture. Yeah. To talk about and drink beer. And we're doing the beer we're thing. We're doing the beer thing still. We are doing the beer thing. <laughs> but like it and it, it I mean if you think about it, like we do have a hard time. We're like we have this book of things that we could talk about. And we're we're running through the old ideas. Yeah. We need to have a sit down to come up with some other ideas. But right, it, it makes this job harder by having oh, yeah. that fatigue and having like really bad pop culture come out. There's just like nothing to watch or like nothing that worthy of watching. I should I should watch The Last of Us at some point. Oh well, but I mean we're not gonna do an episode about The Last of no. Us. Like what I'm trying to say is like there's not really notable things coming yeah. out that we can talk about. Um, I mean, even some of the things that are coming out that were like really hyped and excited, we were, people were excited for, not just us. It's like, oh, that is bad. Yeah. Like, I'm like actually like the worried. idol, like, or whatever oh, the God. fuck that, yeah. what, did they cancel that after like five episodes? Yeah. So I read an article that there's six episodes. They're ending after five. I don't know if they're just not releasing the sixth episode oh. or if they re-edited it. Sure. To cut out a lot. So it's only five. From what I understand, the the movie, the show is just basically torture porn, and they've cut a lot of the oh. torture out of it, possibly to make it more palatable. Um, oh, and the well, the TikTok I saw that was like, what happened in the sixth episode to make you cut that? Like, how did it get worse? Um, but yeah, I mean they they're they're ending it early because one the backlash and two everyone all the reviews are panning it, basically saying like. This is just an excuse to, like, abuse people. Like, this was... You guys use this show as an excuse to abuse someone. I did not read any of that. I just heard that it was um, not good. I read a Pitchfork review. I want to... I think it was Pitchfork. A Pitchfork review of it. And it was, like, bad. And then there was a Rolling Stones... Um, Rolling Stone expose on it that came out, like, a couple weeks before it aired. Um, from people that worked on it. Oh, damn. Um, talking about how it's, like, brutal. Yeah. Um, and I people, also heard The Weeknd is not a good actor. I can't imagine that he is. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's making this hard. Yeah. I think. Because the pop culture is so fatiguing and so bad. Maybe... I don't know. And it's hard to think back and be like, if there was good stuff coming out. Because there is some good stuff coming out, but... Yeah, we just, the one show that we watched that came out, like, recently that we watched right away was The Great on Hulu. That's, like, a super good show. Is that the one with Nicholas Holt? Yeah. Okay. And Elle Fanning? Yeah. Yeah. That show's fantastic. So, like, that one still continues to be good. Yeah. And they're short, little, quippy episodes. Yeah. That just, like, keep the pace moving. Like, there's no filler bits. There's no none of that. It keeps moving. And I think that's interesting. So, like... Obviously, there is articles coming out about attention span and how the average attention span used to be, like, a minute 10 years ago or whatever. And now it's, like, 
30 seconds or some shit like that. And I think it's interesting that, like, the shows I like to watch, too, are quick. Like, yeah. 20-something minute episodes to 30-minute episodes. Yeah. Um, that's the reason I don't like movies, because it's, like, too long. Um, I wonder if it's a little bit of that, like, if it's just hard to consume long-form media. Yeah. Well, we also saw that short-form media streaming service did not perform well. Which one's Quibi that? Quibi or whatever. It was, like, 15-minute episodes of everything. Oh, I didn't know And that. they... It, didn't last long at okay. all. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was, I think, two yeah. years ago. And it's like, you gotta balance the two, right? So, like, too short and you're not building relationships with the characters yeah. and the people aren't developing an emotional connection too long. It's like, fuck, I can't pay attention to this anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, I think what's hard sometimes. Like, Stranger Things. It's a show that everyone watched the crap out of. And, like, I remember watching the last season and it was, like, a fucking chore. Yeah, we were, like, six or seven months late watching that and it was a chore yeah and that's like it's it's hard i think my challenge too is because i'm so far behind on a lot of things because i just physically don't have the time it's not even that like people are just like over hyping things Mm. and then i get around to watching it and i was like it's fine yeah and then i'm just like disappointed the whole time see i feel like for me when i'm so far behind, I find it overwhelming to, like... Catch up. Catch up, yeah. And when... They, like, there's shows I want to watch that I've never started, like... You know that I haven't watched the second season of Shadow and Bone yet? I haven't either. It's Ben Barnes, and I haven't watched it yet. I'm aware. I also have not watched it yet. I, I also forgot, forgot it that. came out. I forgot it came out until you just said it. Well... Was it, I guess it's not Ben Barnes sh- from that T-Mobile commercial. I, I see a lot of that T-Mobile I get, I commercial. See, that's always on. Like, at um, any bar, that T-Mobile commercial's on, so. Well, I think one of the things that's hard for, like, that show in particular, and some of these shows that I watch, I don't watch them with Steve. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that's never home, and he's yeah. always home. Well, unless he's traveling, but. Yeah, and I think. And then when he's best. home, he wants to watch the shows we watch together, yeah. and I, I have just have no time to yeah. watch the shows I watch on my own. Yeah, I, I think I struggle with that, too, because, I mean, we have two TVs, but I have to go lay in bed to watch TV if Matt's watching something else or if he's playing video games. And if I'm going to lay in bed and watch TV, I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> so I don't lay in bed and watch TV. I will say I am playing Zelda, so there is not content nausea around that. But I do think it's because it's kind of like, well, it's not really mindless, but... You know, it's just something that I can just focus on and do whatever I want. My ADHD can, like, reign free. And I can go see something and be like, ooh, a butterfly, let's go do that. Mm-hmm. You keep looking at my hairy armpits. I'm watching it. Uh, you're just playing with your hair. No, I'm putting it up because it's getting hot. Oh. Is there anything else that's come out that, like, you want to watch that you just haven't, that you could think of that well, you haven't seen Well, that's the thing. Like, you keep naming things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I meant to watch that, too. And it's like, I don't even remember all the things that have come out that I'm behind yeah. on because there's so many of them. Um, like, yeah. there's that Witcher prequel or something like that. Like, blood. I don't know what it's called, but I never finished You. <laughs> I, like, I've never started I love that show. I have not finished it. Steve um, finished that. I know that. Like, Netflix just did their Tadam, which is, like, the, uh, like, 
it's like the what's it called when other people do it like the big conference where they like release trailers of things. Oh, and they talk about sure, like what's sure, sure. Out. Yeah. Um, they did that. There's a bunch of things coming out on Netflix that seem good. Like, um, oh, I did watch the Bridgerton prequel. That was great. Didn't watch. I've never seen Bridgerton, so. Sure. So there's a bunch of stuff coming that I'm probably going to watch. Like when Bridgerton season three comes out, I'll watch that. They announced you season three. Well, let's see what else came out on, t- or they announced on them. Because, like, I mean, I don't, I couldn't tell you what's um, coming on Netflix, but I need to watch games. season two. I was really behind to watch that one, too. I've never actually watched Um, That show is really good. It's, like, really well No, together, I agree. Like, thought out. And then, like, the live action yeah. Squid Games was announced. Like, the reality TV show. Yeah, I have no it. interest in that. They released a trailer of the Avatar Live action. Oh, shit. That could be good. Actually, that that one still concerns me because I'm not over the M. Night Shyamalan movie. They did the trailer of One Piece live action. I don't think I would want to watch that either. I've never actually watched it, but... I One Piece, there's way too many episodes, so, like, I've only seen, like, the first couple seasons of One Piece, and then I gave up. It's like up. a thousand episodes. Yeah, it's too would, many. Somebody was talking about it. It's too many. Um, the Stranger Things season five was announced, or like some trailer maybe. Um, Rebel Moon. What the hell's that? The sci-fi movie. Um, that people are excited about. The Avatar: Last Airbender. The Witcher season four, season three, season three. A lot of Korean dramas are coming out. Um. See what else. There's an Indian version of Riverdale called the Archies, which could be interesting just to watch for the diversity. It's not gonna be actual Riverdale. It's gonna be like more like the actual Archie comic. Interesting. Um. Let's see what else. I mentioned Squid Game. Um, that might be a, oh, that's all that's in this article. So, like, there's a bunch of the Netflix is dropping. And then, like, I really want to watch. It's already done, so I can. I just have to temporarily pay for Showtime. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to watch season two of Yellow Jackets. Like that's another People show. People are that's talking about, about that. It's so good. I've never um, watched that. The first season was amazing, and I heard the second season was even better. And I just, uh, I only pay for Showtime when this one show Steve watches comes out every year, and then I like watch my thing. He watches his thing, and then we cancel our subscription because sure. that's the only sure, two sure. shows we watch. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that show. Yeah, it's really good. Former guest Trevor loves it. Okay. He just he just finished watching it. Him and I were talking Maybe about it the other day. One of the people I've heard talking about it. But yeah, just a lot to do. And we'll eventually get to him. Like Shadow and Bone, I think I'll I'm sure there'll be like a weekend where I'm not doing anything and I'll be like scrolling and start it and then not finish it and then eventually come back to it. Yeah. Um or like Matt and I have a kind of like a list and like a prioritized list of what to finish and what to start. Yeah, we, we will, like, click into the Apple TV mm-hmm. 
and like start something for like 30 seconds and then it'll like show up is like a reminder mm. of like hey continue yeah. watching so we'll, we do that um i'll and, probably end up watching a good bit of stuff on the flight yeah to italy to and from italy yeah so maybe that'll be a good time to catch up and yeah talk to you about what we can do There was one other thing I just thought about, too, that I'm blanking on that I need to watch. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I need to watch it somehow. I heard the new Into the Spider-Verse or Across the Spider-Verse is fantastic. That's what I've heard, too. I've heard to go see it in theaters. I I know, but I have no time. I don't think I'll have time to go see it in theaters before we are gone. But I've heard it's also really good. The only movie I've, like, really planned to go see in theaters Barbie. is the Barbie movie. Yeah. That's the only thing well, that's exciting Well, because the going to do the Minions thing to it. That's the only thing that has excited me enough to like be like, I would go to theaters to watch that. Sure. Because it's so different than anything else I've seen that's coming out. Right. And it like... And it, the girlies it's got, it's got like everything. The- <laughs> it's for the gays. It's got... I don't know. It's got everything. <laughs> Um, you also wanted to talk about Drag Race when we were talking about this episode. Oh, yeah. So that's, like, the the other show that I, like, watch every single week. Right. I watch Drag Race content. And I think between now and the end of the year, there's going to be, like, eight more seasons coming out. What? Because now they have the global of, franchise. Yeah. Because of all the different, like, countries that they're doing. Yeah. Right so Drag Race Mexico just started. Drag Race All-Stars Season 8 is on right now. They just announced Down Under Season 3. They're supposed to do uh, UK versus the World Season 2. Another uh, the Season 4 of Canada's Drag Race. See, that's, like, too much. That's, con- that's like, fatigue. Oh, yeah. I only watch... Um, the season, the show, like the series that I've already watched, mm-hmm. I'm like not joining any of the new ones. Okay. So like I'm probably not going to watch Mexico. Okay. I'm probably not going to watch the new season of Philippines. I'll watch Canada because I've seen the first three. I'll watch UK versus the world. I'll watch Down Under. Okay. Mostly because they've been teasing that Kylie Minogue is going to be a guest on this season and that is very important. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that that one is a lot. Like I so I fall behind on Drag Race, and that's one of the things where I'm just like, oh, it's like overwhelming and how much there is to watch. And they're hour long, at, well, forty five, yeah, however long episodes. So when you fall behind, there's so much. to But catch also, up on. like between the YouTube content now and the show itself, it's like you have the regular show, and then Untucked. And then you have Pit Stop. And then there's like Sibling Rivalry, which is a different discussion. And then there's, there's like Race Chaser, Raja which is a different discussion. And Raven. The Fashion Photo Review. Yeah. There's What You Packin', which is like an interview they do after the person leaves. Yeah, that's so much. It's just... Like every episode supplementary probably has another hour oh, plus yeah. worth of content to consume. If which I don't consume all of it, but I end up seeing clips of all of it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh... I like that queen. They're really funny. I'd like to hear their opinions on it. And then you go down a fucking rabbit hole of like, I've just watched six hours of content for an hour and a half of Drag Race. Yeah. And that's like hard. That's like a weekly thing. Right. And, and then Bowen Yang talks about it on his podcast. Well, so. and that's where all your time to watch TV shows is going, I guess. All my Drag Race stuff. Speaking of which, I didn't watch Pit Stop this week. 
Okay, well, I think that covers it for me. I feel like I yeah. ranted. This is like a ranting episode, yeah. really. <laughs> it's all good. So with that, um, you you should go and make a list of five shows that you want to watch and make that your rest of the year goal that you will finish those five shows. And then you can go on your favorite streaming service and leave us a five-star rating and maybe leave us a written review with those five things you want to watch. Or DM us. Or DM us. Because I think that would be really fun, too. So you can listen through the song and hear all of our contact information. And you should send us the list of shows that you want to get through this year or that you actually intend to watch this year. We will not be doing that list. No, because we have the rest of the year to get through and then we'll have to talk about all this shit again. <laughs> yes. Oh God. The end of the year wrap up is going to be miserable. <laughs> the amount of content we have to consume. Yeah. So with that, we will see you next time. All right. That was the episode. So we love hearing from you, um, and if you want to contact us, you can do so through our email address. It is drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Drunk and Uncultured Podcast. Our Instagram is drunkanduncultured. And our Twitter is drunkuncultured. No and. And as always, I'm Lindsay, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at lindsaysoldout. And I'm Stephanie, and you can find me on Untapped, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr as underscore Stephen Color. And you can also follow my concert Instagram at Shitty Concert Blog. Stay drunk, guys. See you next time.